Welcome home. Today there's a little story. I hope you can endure this. I read it to a friend just a short while ago who said, eh, couldn't you get that into like three pages because it's, it's like seven. <laughs> so, um, you know, over a three-year period, the highly scrupulous employees of the FBI and DOJ devoted themselves to one of the most important projects they could ever undertake in American history. And uh, I don't know if you can see the, the, um, the thumbnail for this episode. It's actually a vacant lot. I believe that's in Los Angeles. Um, I think the village actually scooped it up and did something with it. But um, that's what they delivered from the Russia hoax. And it's a darn good thing. Nobody really noticed because um, as far as the FBI goes, this wasn't their first rodeo. They're a team like no other team you've ever read about. The bar has been set very high for them for several decades. Few ever gain admittance to that club. Tens of thousands dream for a tryout. Applicants have pedigree. They know how hard they'll be tested to gain entrance into the elite ranks. Specialized training follows years of college. They're physically fit, mentally fit, and basically on call every day of their lives, in duty of the country, of course. They would sign up a hundred times for this if they thought that would help. They hone their talents every day. At times, the assignments are seemingly mundane, but those are the ones that keep them sharp for the few that are full of danger. But they know the nation's counting on them for they are revered, nearly perfect, and about as close as anyone will ever get before they meet our Lord. And, following the strict operating guidelines set forth by the federal government, and with the unfailing help of a dedicated support staff, nothing is impossible for them. They were born for this. So, with orders in hand, they hit the field. Each of them knows their job, the timing, what's at stake. Some are tasked with quality control, checking the work of others to make sure all codes are followed. It's critical because they are the A team and the B team. Nobody can come bail them out, save them, or fix their mistakes. They only answer to themselves because they cannot share or brag about the progress. Unless, of course, they have connections to the media and the job lined up with the most trusted name in news set to begin the day after the project wraps up, wraps up basically because the world waits to hear the story told. Experience is shared. Not that it matters because everything will be insignificant after what they've done in this. But there was trouble in paradise, and down they go. In the end, the failure really wasn't their fault. Too much was expected of them. The people footing the bill and those in charge of review and oversight counted on updates and progress reports. Those expectations were met with wiped phones, selective leaks, and hostility to any questions about how all of this began. Good thing the people who judged their work and sent frauds to prison were working alongside these craftsmen all, all the time. Great thing none above them exist in our social hierarchy because their word, their badges, and their integrity had always been sufficient. Like eggs, they scrambled. The fall started with one impropriety exposed, or maybe it was seven. There wasn't anything illegal about it, though. Nothing to see here. 
every building or every project goes through some kind of process like this, scope of work, invisible schedule, moving goalposts, foreign assistance, materials purchased and intended for one project or assigned to another project instead. Because what we had here was the most privileged of owners. He shouldn't complain because nothing is actually supposed to be fair in this society. He didn't deserve the position he gained. It wasn't his turn yet, or mayhaps ever. The team knew to destroy their notes, evidence, wipe their paths, lest anyone see the crime that they'd done in plain sight. There is no video evidence, but mountains of messages and documents, which is good because the country has been too busy watching television to read or realize there's only two ways the story should have ended. But it ends in an impossible third way. You're not entitled to expectations or even an explanation. Just move on. You see, when someone signs a contract to perform a job or duty, it's only implied that the country will get anything to show for three years or three and a half years of work, tens of millions of dollars spent, because people don't know a bargain even if it uproots their existence. This project actually had the best bang per buck of any undertaking. It created more chaos and confusion than costlier projects, running upwards of billions of dollars. Success. What a precedent. Look forward to several more years of paying for projects that the team leaders themselves know are nothing more than a bust. Even after the scammers were exposed, the core workers sharing details about the scam, they have fl they've been running flourished. Ah, the land of opportunity. Better get your name on that list. Show your allegiance through misguided D because the old world is dead. The new world worships power itself and like an untrained retriever rolls about on its victim to imbue the scent of the fallen into its fur and flesh. What else could the Russia hoax be compared to? Like what, what other kind of story could I weave to describe the, what, what actually transpired? Well, here's something the Russia hoax could look like. The FBI and DOJ were peeping toms watching a person shower and dress. Now, of course, in this day and age, it would be wrong of me to suggest the gender of the person because we can all identify as whatever we like and love whoever we want, whoever, whatever tickles our fancy now. For instance, I'm a four-foot wooden stepladder built by Uyghur slave labor. The woman who finished assembling me gleefully donated her spleen, kidney, and gallbladder. They were healthy, but they were quickly transplanted into influential Chinese Communist Party leaders. That happened shortly after she was sterilized. But that didn't stop the Major League Baseball from ordering 20 other ladders just like me at sweet prices. Anyway, back to the Peeping Tom story. Now, what the hoax is being compared to the Peeping Tom. So, well, here's the problem. A neighbor spotted the FBI peeping, the FBI and DOJ peeping, and um, the guy knew that the FBI and DOJ didn't live or belong there. So within minutes, he called the sheriff's deputy and... Uh, deputy squad car, the two of them closed in very quietly, identified the perpetrator slash savior of Marxists enjoying the nudity. Tasers drawn. The deputies asked for ID. The FBI provided, which only puzzled the deputies further. They began asking questions of the FBI and why they were peeping. The story was that it was a matter of national security and the deputies would have to wait. 
The FBI couldn't lose this lead, and the risk was great. Asked how law enforcement knew of their presence, how the FBI, why they were there, one of the deputies pointed at a nearby home and explained that the neighbor made the call. Minutes later, the FBI had an uncredentialed fire team at that house, and within an hour, that home was a smoldering heap. The occupants were taken in for questioning. Officials from the DOJ called the sheriff, and uh, the DOJ told the sheriff that everything was being done by the book and the deputies needed to leave. Again, the deputies were quite puzzled. So they reached out to the Supreme Court who said everything was copacetic because they approved the warrant and three extensions based on some of the strictest thresholds of evidence standards known in the United States. So even the Inspector General found no wrongdoing, despite messages to the contrary, how the FBI was investigating somebody without evidence and was assisting somebody else to destroy evidence when there was wrongdoing. And it's the same people speaking about it, so really that's kind of puzzling. But let's fast forward to four years and past the dozens of leaks using faked evidence because everybody went home because it was actually a false alarm. End of the story. I think I need to work more rhymes into these stories. I don't know if it makes any sense doing it like that, but basically there were only two ways that investigation could have ended, and they found a third, which is bizarre. Take care, everybody, and God bless.